It's the lockdown lowdown, and yet another Stupart News rant. Today, we look at the inquiry into the Emergencies Act used in Ottawa during the illegal occupation earlier this year in January and February 2022. And Alex and I have had numerous discussions on that. We've talked, we've had, we had a three-part episode on this um, during the time of the illegal occupation in downtown Ottawa. Um, basically, the Freedom Convoy um, was against um, mandatory vaccinations for their roles, being truckers who were basically, basically asked to be vaccinated in order to cross the border into the United States and come back. Um, and there was a lot of anti-max mask uh, folks as well involved in this. So there was a there was a real movement back in January and February 2022, um, mainly in Ottawa, but we did see it in other parts of Canada. Um, numerous pr- protests as well as illegal occupations, as we would you know more accurately describe it, where this freedom convoy and all the supporters of the freedom convoy, these freedom truckers, were basically. Um, saying that their that their freedoms and their rights were being um, essentially violated by by these mandates to get vaccinated and to to wear a mask, and so you know now we're in October and we're seeing the first um, Emergencies Act inquiry where there was two lead plaintiffs, um, Victoria Delarand, um, a resident of downtown Ottawa, very close to um, the core where the protests or rather the illegal occupation was taking place as well as Zexi Lee, who was actually the lead plaintiff um, for the class action lawsuit. You know, they, they told stories about public urination um, outside their building, walking out in the snow and the snow was not white. It was actually brown and yellow due to public defecation and public urination. Um, I'm hearing about decibel levels even inside a home, even in a, in a high rise that is more than 10 stories away from the ground floor. Um, people who could not sleep because of the, the blaring horns that were, that were so loud that they, they could only maybe get a couple hours sleep. And even when they were sleeping, there was anxiety about, you know, the fact that when are the horns going to start again? They could never actually really go to sleep because um, they were worried about um, not knowing when the, when the, when the honking would resume, um, Ms. Laurent, um, says that she was traumatized and that when she hears a horn, it actually triggers her. And cause we have to remember this thing on went, went on for two or three weeks. This wasn't a couple days. This, this illegal occupation went on for three, three and a half weeks. And so you have to, you know, you have to realize that there's, there's, you know, People can be traumatized after such a long period of time, you know, being triggered by the smell of gasoline, being triggered by the sound of a horn, hearing phantom um, sounds of a horn. So, you know, even though there are no horns blaring at this current time, she hears them in her head because she was so traumatized. Um, Being afraid to walk outside because you're going to be threatened by these and intimidated by these truckers. Um, trucks pulling up on the sidewalk, which in itself is completely illegal. Open bonfires. Roasting pigs on these open bonfires. Firecrackers going off. Um, threats being uttered, as well as mockery 
from these uh, from these protesters, and uh, just not generally being sa- feeling safe in their city. And, and Ms. Laurent has actually been a resident of uh, of Ottawa for thirty years, and she said she's seen some protests before, but nothing to this level. And I, so I have to I have to applaud both of them for being vulnerable and going on the witness stand and participating in this inquiry, uh, especially. Zexy Lee, who's actually only 22 years old, she's uh, in her early 20s, and she's so well-spoken, so confident, and even during the cross-examination, she held her own uh, and maintained um, maintained her composure even during some really lousy, um, weak cross-examinations. And so I have to applaud them for going on the stand, and, and I have to applaud them for being resilient during these times you have to imagine that these are just two people out of thousands of people that live downtown ottawa who for during this two to three three and a half week time frame were traumatized by these events um this is not people you know peacefully protesting on the on the lawn of parliament hill this is um an all all out illegal occupation um, and not only were these people as residents disturbed and traumatized by these events, they felt unsafe. They were hearing threats. They were, again, walking through snow that, had, that, was, brown, that was brown and yellow due to public defecation, which is illegal. Um, on top of that, businesses were affected. And they did mention a coffee shop that was going to be um, you know, standing, witness, standing as a witness um, in this inquiry as well that lost business. Um, I believe they were they were uh, situated in the, situated in the Byward Market. So to me, I just wanted to go on a bit of a rant because I I for one believe in in our democracy here in Canada as well, and and as well as the United States. I mean, in the states they're going through a similar um, inquiry right now, looking at the looking at what happened to during during the events of the Capitol riots. So we're seeing divisive, polarized, extreme politics, both on the Canadian side and the US side. And so I wanted just to rant about it because I do believe in peaceful assembly, but this is this is occupying a town for almost a month, um, you know, make, making um, making it so that emergency vehicles had it was more difficult for emergency vehicles to get through the streets. Um, people could not be productive working from home. Um, young children were not able to sleep um, and were deprived of sleep because of the horns. People felt intimidated just walking through their neighborhoods. They they heard threats. Um, if they wore a mask, they they were almost treated as an enemy. And the and the really you know crazy thing is these people were doing the right thing by masking. They were doing the right thing by getting vaccinated. And and you have these people who for whatever reason, have all this anger, all they're being asked to do is get a vaccination, like the rest of fucking Canada that got a vaccination, and uh, put on a mask. And meanwhile, you have people in Ukraine who are standing in rubble, okay? Those people who are standing in, in the ruins of their, of their cities, those people are truly fighting for freedoms. Those are, they are truly fighting for their lives. They actually have something to stand up for, um, and, and, you know, and, and to basically like these people don't even know if, if they're, if they're going to, you know, be safe in the, in the coming days and their and their and their towns may be bombed. Right. And so, and, and you have people, you have women in, in the middle East who will get arrested, punished, tortured, or even killed for not wearing religious garbs properly. 
That is a violation of freedoms. If you are being bombed or if you are being persecuted for not wearing, you know, not wearing religious, um, religious garb in a certain way, that is a true violation of your human rights. Not having to get vaccinated is not a violation of human rights. It is common sense. And the fact that I'm hearing this testimony from people who were, you know, whose lives were, um, significantly impacted during, during the time frame of January and February, 2022, it actually boils my blood because, um, we live in a very, very privileged society and all people were being asked to do was the common sense, morally, ethically right thing, the right thing to do, getting vaccinated and put on a mask. And it has been proven without a doubt, without a doubt, scientifically, it has been proven that getting vaccinated and wearing a mask reduces the spread of COVID-19. We have seen a significant, significant reduction in the, in the daily cases of COVID. And that has to do with the fact that people have been vaccinated and masking up. And, and we're, you know, you know, in my day-to-day life, um, I barely even think about COVID anymore because of the measures, the measures that we took earlier this year, as well as in 2021 and 2020 to actually kick this thing to the curb. And you have, and so when I hear about these, this illegal occupation that happened in Ottawa, it just, it just really makes me mad. So I, I'm, I, my heart goes out to Victoria, Victoria de la Ronde, as well as Zexy Lee, um, who represented numerous victims who were traumatized during this time in Ottawa, um, to have your business, uh, affected or your personal life affected by this occupation. I can only imagine um, the emotional toll that it has taken on on them, and they will always have trauma that sits with them um, after after this illegal occupation. So it's really interesting to see, um, you know, a couple of key examples of testimony um, bringing to light some of the suffering that occurred because of these um, extremists who were illegally occupying the city. So I think we just have to remember that in Canada. You know, we, we live a very privileged, privileged life. We have freedom of religion. We have freedom of speech. Generally speaking, we live in a very democratic and liberal free society. And we have to be thankful every single day on just how free a country we're living in. So that's the end of the Stupart News rant. I just wanted to bring some attention to what's going on in Ottawa right now as we go into this inquiry and we have to be thankful and remember that we live in a great country of Canada and that, uh, and that uh, in the great scheme of things, you know, going back, you know, to earlier this year, 2021 and 2020, getting a vaccination and wearing a mask is a very, very, very small, insignificant ask compared to some of the other things that are going, around, going on in the world right now. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Have yourself a great rest of the day. That's it for the Stupart News rant. This is Andrew Stupart on the Lockdown Lowdown.